and welcome to the 285th episode of the Cue It Up podcast, the only podcast that comes with a money-back guarantee. I am your host, Jared. To my left is... Eric. Dave Go. We are the Cue It Up podcast. Guys, today on the show, we're going to give a brief rundown of what we've been watching this week. After that, we're going to get into a spoiler-filled review of the 2011 classic, Rango. So if you've not seen Rango, tune out, go watch it on Netflix, come back after you're done. Uh, with that in mind, let's go first to Dave. Yo. Dave, what have you been watching this week? Oh, man. I've been watching the snow fall down. That's what yeah, I've been watching. Been, uh, blizzard conditions uh, in, in yes. our neck of the woods. Um, so, as you guys know, and I think I've mentioned on the pod before, I work at a hospital. Um, spent a lot of my time shoveling my way out of the snow, driving in the snow, and then eventually just sleeping at the hospital because I just didn't I want to drive about it that, anymore. Actually. How uh, awful was it here? Because you know you live at the bottom of a gigantic hill. Yeah. Um, I did say that because it was such a dry, windy, dusty snow, a lot of the snow that was on top of the hill blew down to oh. my house. <laughs> and then the plow That's actually... Crazy built a mound right in front of my driveway that I had to uh, awesome. dr- dig my way out of uh, at 4 a.m. 4 a.m. I was doing that. Well, so it was a nightmare. Lucky for all those listeners out there, it worked out so that we could come record. But uh, um, it was a thing earlier in the week where it's like we hadn't talked about it yet, but I'm like, depending on what happens this week, we may have to be like, I don't know, or park at the top of the hill at the very least. Because there are other hills too, but the worst one is literally like, yeah. And then there's his house. Yeah. So it's this thing of like getting over here. It's I don't know where, you know, everybody lives. But if you live in a, a town that's all just like plains and fields, um, that, ain't, that ain't what it's like getting here. It's it's a bunch no. of mountainous hills. And of uh, all of us here, I actually live more in the country than you yeah. guys do. It's it's a hilly mess. I mean, I grew up right over here where, where Dave lives. So it's like I used to drive <laughs> these hills all the time. But um, yeah, it's not fun in the snow. It, that is true. You did live down here. Didn't yeah, you? I did. Um, Forgot about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm the OG, man. Mm. Mm. So back to the original question. Despite all that, yep. I sleeping in a hospital bed, falling asleep to Bob's Burgers, and I woke up to... With a catheter? To, <laughs> to find a gem of a show. Mm. A strange show. I saw an episode of the Eric Andre show. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, dude, yeah, that show's funny. I've never watched it before, but I am watching it now. The that- one where he, th- there's a, and I've only seen the clips on YouTube. Uh, the one where he, I, I, what does he, he he does he get on someone's shoulders and they overcoat and try to go in and buy a car? Do you guys know the clip I'm talking <laughs> yes. about? No. Oh my goodness, man! I've it's a, it's like a minute. Oh long. yeah, I've seen I've watched that clip like twenty or thirty times. The the reaction of the people inside, <laughs> I've they only, don't know what's going on. They're having none. So of it. far, the episode that made me laugh the hardest. He went. He dressed up like a cat burglar. Yes, and goes into a restaurant and tries to steal people's dishes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've only seen clips. I've yeah. never seen. Like, and then the talk show, <clears throat> the talk show portion of the show also looks really fun. It's very strange. And just let me just tell you, waking up at three thirty in the morning mm. to that. It made me laugh so hard I couldn't go back to sleep. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's really about all I've watched this that week. Though definitely seems like a show that I, I would have just assumed. I never would have recommended that show to Dave. I would have thought that because he just. I would have just assumed he already was yeah. watching. Yeah, it. it's, it's very right much a alley. Dave. Yeah, Dave style show. So, I'm glad you found something, Dave. Oh, thank you. In your awful situation, something deep in the snow mm-hmm. from mm. your hospital bed. <laughs> all right, Mister Eric. What did I watch? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, anything worth mentioning. So uh, Dave was having trouble with the the weather and the snow and and all that. Um, I sat inside in, in 
you know, in my nice warm bed with no problems uh, or no need to go anywhere during the snow. Uh, uh, I hate you. Because I, I work from home. Uh, and then I just put on uh, live streams of other people that were having problems with snow. Uh, a lot of the a lot of the streamers on Twitch, Jared. They uh, they a lot of them live in like Austin, so mm-hmm. uh, Texas, as you uh, probably are aware, has just been uh, like terrible right now because they don't really prepare for weather like they this. They do not handle snow well. So it's a bunch of rich millennials that have never seen snow that can't drive, and the whole city shut down, and it's basically treating it like the apocalypse. So yeah. You mean they didn't sad. buck up like me and dig their way through it? They they basically one guy who had like a they have some live streaming stuff where it's like um like a backpack setup it's like satellite based. In the pre corona days they used to be a lot of those where they would go around town and 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 just walk around town and stream. But um you know in the corona times that kind of fell off. So it's like um, since a, a lot of these places you know the electric was out and stuff yep. this guy had power at his house was staying at another streamer's house. So it was basically just a bunch of streamers and then this guy with a like night vision uh like backpack that could uh stream and he was just going around like town trying to rescue like other streamers that hadn't had power or heat for like two days. Mm-hmm. It, was, uh, it was quite interesting. Why stream that's that's why how not, I spent why my not time just his it. fellow man? Why did he pick streamers? Oh no, they don't care about anyone else. Just other rich streamers. Let's say if he was actually trying to do good Never mind. Never mind. What, what, am, I do- what am I doing, Dave? Jared, one of, one of the guys... arguing with a fool. That's true. One of the guys, and again, you're talking about like a 20-something-year-old millionaire, right? Was mm. so uh, upset because he... he, he, it, he, he Up until that point, he only ordered water like to his like house like in like single bottles. <laughs> like He would just want a water and like order and pay for someone to like bring him a water. Uh, that you kind know of that's thing. just done to never mind. Yeah. Never. Why am I arguing with a fool? That's right. Uh, that's right. All right. And then, uh, yeah, I, no, it's, but like when they were driving around and he didn't have like have any heat or anything, he uh, called the Four Seasons because the Four Seasons like was open near them. Mm. And the only room available was a $10,000 uh, suite. <laughs> like he didn't do it, but like he almost did it just for one night, like paid 10 grand because he was cold. Just like, can you imagine? Can you imagine not just grabbing like extra blankets? Like, I know it's rough out there. Ten grand for one night in a hotel. Well, he also wanted the breakfast. Mikey could have bought that hotel if it wasn't (laughs) for Eric. He goes, they have good breakfast. (laughs) Well, he said literally the only reason he didn't do it is he was afraid that the moment he uh, got the hotel, his power was going to come back on. He's like he right. he didn't mind spending ten grand. I'm just saying this this is the youth out there, man. This is this is uh, not everybody, obviously, but you know the I watched youths. instead it's of instead of me struggling this winter, I just watched rich millennials struggle. So all right, none of that going on in the roller coaster community, as far as I'm aware of. Well, because it's everything shut down, Jared. That's true. You had to go. March you have to go virtual. Uh, I have been playing. Uh, th- what is it called? Theme park? Did you ride the, those? Uh, Ro- oh no, your roller coaster tycoon. Roller coaster tycoon. Yeah. I think is what it is. Theme park. That's the original one. I yeah. played that as a kid. I love that yeah. game. That's fun stuff. Uh, all right. So the only thing I've watched this week worth mentioning is Netflix put out the. I think it's called the, the disappearance at the Cecil Hotel. Yes. Uh, which is, the, is there's a very famous uh, video that got on the internet. It's a, a woman who gets into a elevator. Acts very, very strange, very strange, uh, and then disappears, and then she is never seen from again. Her dead body is found uh, 12 days later or something like that. Uh, the video is 
one of the most unnerving. I think I've actually seen that. M- mo- a lot of people have seen they, it. it they, very they've brought it up on Tub Steve Day before, so yes. you at least heard of it. Yeah. Uh, and now that they find her dead body, they find it in the water tower. I was going to say, the is hotel. this the one that's the water tower? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They covered this on BuzzFeed Unsolved. Yeah. So, uh, so the, the doc, I've only seen the first episode. Uh, so far, I cannot say it's a home run. It, the story is interesting. But unless they have some new information that I'm not aware of in the next couple episodes, I'm not. I'm really not quite sure what the point of the documentary is. I know is Amanda watched all of it, and she mm-hmm. kind of told me it's more like the myths myths behind the hotel yeah. that they keep on bringing up. So she like, didn't go through a portal into hell uh, by I, pressing the series of buttons on the yeah, elevator? That's the, I don't think that's what happened. Hmm. I, I believed it until you just told me, so... <laughs> All right. Well, we'll see what happens. Um, it's interesting so far. I, I can't say as I would recommend it yet. We'll it's, see where it goes. It's not their fault that you're such a have such a sick and twisted mind that you already know all the details about this case. It's not their fault. That's kind of true. You know, some other dark stuff. I, I will say it, also I that um, I'll give an update on WandaVision. Mm. I, I think when I first brought it up, I'm like, it was okay. I think there were only two episodes out. Yeah, the there's about it. seven out now. And seven of. I. I can't find a right answer. It's either nine or ten. Okay. I'm waiting episodes. for them to touch up the sleeve. Shut thing. up. But um, they uh, they are much improved. And yeah. I'm really enjoying where the show is going. Um, the other show I was watching, Miracle Workers, where I was on the second season of the anthology. Yes. Yeah. That one I gave up on. The second Miracle season, Worker was the one with... Um, Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. Yeah. Second okay. season, I actually just stopped it. What's the second season about? Uh I want to say Middle Earth. No, Middle Ages. Mm. Dark Ages. That's what it is. The Dark Ages. The Dark Ages. Which uh, goes back to what Eric was talking about in Texas right now. So. Yeah. I do feel bad if anyone out there is in Texas or has family in Texas. It's I They're have, getting made fun you know, of a lot for being wimps. side is in Texas. Well, the thing is, it's like they're getting made fun of for being you know wimps and stuff. But it's like, the thing is, it's like the same amount of snow hits here. It's not a problem. But we also make sure we in advance. Inf- yeah, we have we an infrastructure for yes, it. that it's not a problem. Yeah. They, but, they hey, don't, when so. we get a hundred degree weather, them Texans are just like, oh, them them babies. Uh, that's me, by the way, too, because yep. I I love it when it's a hundred degrees. Yeah, <laughs> we get the 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 best of both worlds. <laughs> we get both worlds. I don't know if it's the best. I hate winter. I, I hate love winter. summer. So it has been quite interesting, though. I got to say, this is the first time that a winter has happened where I haven't worried about like, oh, I got to get to work. Like I did clean off my car early at one point just because I, you know, I knew it was like the sun was going to be out. I'm like, I'm going to let it melt all this stuff in case I want to go somewhere, but didn't really need to. So, you know. I, I'm trying to think. I I left today. Today's Thursday. I think. I don't think my car had moved since Sunday. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Hmm. All right, uh, guys, let's get into the movie of the week, which was my pick, which is Rango. The movie that I picked for the week is Rango. came out in 2011. Currently holds an 88% rating on Rotten Tomatoes. It was made on a budget of $135 million, and it pulled in $245.7 million. Uh, success critically, commercially, 
Uh, I believe it won an Academy Award for the best animated film of the year as well. Uh, one of the very, very few times that a non-Pixar film has taken home that yeah. award. So I don't know if it was up against a Pixar film or not, but... Uh, 2011. Yeah. Oh, what would that... I don't even know what that would be. So uh, I have seen this movie quite a few times. This is one of my favorite... Uh, what I would consider to be adultish animated movies. I still watched it with my kid, but it's this is this is not Let's even real here. This movie is for adults, and it's made so kids can watch it. Yeah. Well, what I like about it is, even though it is made for adults, I can still watch it with my young girls and not worry about it. Uh, it doesn't. It never gives into the. Uh, I don't know, Family Guy or whatever. That line. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where I can't watch it with my kids. Uh, I love this movie. Uh, uh, my my love streak for movies is going to continue. Uh, I'm sure that maybe I should be more discerning. Uh, I'd love to hear if you guys have some real big problems with this movie that I'm not seeing. But I'm at five stars for this movie. I love Rango. I have since the first time I saw it. Well, this was the first time I've seen it. I, I never watched this one. I, I knew that it was uh, more for adults. Mm-hmm. Did not I really underestimated the art that they were trying to go for when mm-hmm. making this film? This is a yeah, this is a five star uh, film for me. I'm sure again, if you really want to nitpick, this is going to have potential issues or problems throughout there. But I was I was blown away almost from the get go at just like the art style and the way they were treating like the characters and stuff. Yep. Yeah, five stars, Dave. You guys the, are going to dis- be mad at me. Dissenting opinion, eh? Uh, yeah, you guys are going to be really mad at me. Two stars. Really? Oh, like, I'll get into it, but I, this is the first time I've watched this movie all the way through. Okay. I get so bored with this movie. I don't, I cannot, I don't know. I don't know what, I do know what it is, but I'll get into that. I was going to say, hopefully you've, you've formed those opinions and are willing to defend it. Uh, Let's talk about some things that we do like about the movie. The actual reason I picked this movie this week. Uh, last week when we were uh, talking about um, Stranger Than Fiction, I mentioned that uh, very, very few things uh, to me remind me of The Dark Tower. Mm-hmm. Uh, Stranger Than Fiction is one, and actually, Rango is the other. I feel that this feels like something from The Dark Tower. I could, The world that Rango inhabits feels like it has moved on to me, that on some level of the tower... Uh, there's the rose and all that, but at some other level of the tower, there is a little story going on with Rango. Uh, it feels I can so very in in line with it. The thing that immediately struck me right from the get go was the Odyssey. Um, yes, but um, yeah, I could see some Dark Tower. Well, sure. and I've I, I'm of the opinion that while I thought the Idris Elba, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, yes. uh, who played well, it, Roland Idris, but Idris Elba, yeah. uh, whoever played Roland, I thought he did a fine job. It was perfectly acceptable for the film that it was in. I, I'm not a hater of that movie like a lot of Tower Junkies were. Uh, but my personal pick, who I wish would have played uh, Roland, is Timothy Oliphant. And I, Stephen King wrote Roland to be uh, a a John Wayne type of character. And I was like, so as soon as it popped up and I'm like, there's Timothy Oliphant doing a John Wayne impersonation. Oh, he's Uh, not? Yes, he is. He's doing a Clint Eastwood. Oh, wait. Guys, I'm sorry. Everything I said about John Wayne is wrong. What I meant (laughs) was 
Clint Eastwood. <laughs> I was like, wait, Stephen what? King wrote it for. <laughs> yeah. Um, so part of my, he really did, the man with no name, uh, he he wanted to mix the good, the bad, the ugly with Lord of the Rings. So I, in my head, I had everything mm-hmm. completely screwed up. But yeah, everything threw me I said, off there when you're yeah. like he did doing a John Wayne impression. I'm like, uh, wait, what? Clint, Clint Eastwood. I'm very sorry for my uh, my brain uh, doing its thing there. Um, is it okay for me to give extra points to a film because it reminds me of a book series I like? Absolutely. If I was review, if I was a paid reviewer for a newspaper, maybe I wouldn't allow something like that to happen. But this is the Cue It Up podcast and. Uh, part of my love for this movie comes from reminding me of a genre of uh, series uh, that I uh, love. Fair now, enough. There are many more things about it that I love uh, that I will highlight as we go and see where you guys point out stuff. Uh, Dave, we'll go last to you because I'm going to guess that you don't have a lot of things I have to some, like. but... Okay. Yeah, go Eric, ahead. let's go to you first. For what I like. What do you like about this I, movie? I really did. I, I don't know if I had ever... I mean, I guess I had seen trailers back mm-hmm. in the day, but like... Um, you know, there's not a lot of substance in the trailers, and if I my memory maybe maybe not, but my memory is yeah, like it it looked cool and whatever, but it really didn't give off the vibe of how artsy it was from the trailer. They still made to try and make it look like a kids' film back then. Is is what my I feel memory like. is that it was more. It, they did not play up the adult aspect yeah. of the movie, so I didn't really have a good idea of what this film was. Now I'd heard from people like you, were like oh, like, and, and you know, I think you and Andy had like talked about how oh, it's great, and like oh, you know, they really do a good job with it. And it's, it takes it real serious, and but like. I still under semi serious. Well, but I mean serious enough. <laughs> you know what I mean. Man. The plot but actually has a, a substance. There are it. shots in this, cin- like from a cinematography standpoint. Yes. Even though it's all animated, it's just like it's insane the level that they go through. For- there have been two animated films where uh, the only cinematographer I even know the name of, Roger Deakins, um, came in and was a consultant mm-hmm. on uh, how to do the photography of the movie. One was Up which I think is probably the best-looking Pixar film of all time, uh, and also now this one. He, he served as a consultant on this one as well. Uh, and I think this is one of the most beautiful uh, animated films of all time as well. Uh, what that dude can do with light is uh, it's unbelievable. That's one thing I can't take away from this movie. It is beautifully animated. The action scene in that canyon, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I've been told, I don't know if it's true, but they they used the Star Wars trench run as a template for that, mm-hmm. and I can see it, but this the the effects of that scene are like so Max, nice. Man. Yes. Mad mm-hmm. Max is definitely, uh, has to be one of the movies that they watched to prep for this film. I yeah. would think that too, yeah. Um, yeah, I, like, just, again, just the, the way, how beautifully, like, some of the, the camera shots are, and anyway, I say camera shots, but you know what I mean, are, are set up, um, for, like, the angles and just what they do and how, like, it'll blend in between this, like, dream state, like, back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, it, yeah, I just, again, I just, I didn't know what I was sitting down for, so almost immediately I was like, oh, wow, I wish I would have watched this a long time ago, and... Mm-hmm. Where I would probably, like I said, nitpick a lot of other movies with some plot points or whatever. I just was mesmerized almost the entire movie just from the visuals alone. And I I don't watch them much anymore, but I was a big Westerns fan growing up. Mm. Watched them a lot with my grandpa. Yeah. So it's like I, love I got a lot of the references and a lot of the um, just like vibe that they were going for. And that kind of stuff is up my alley. Um, so, yeah, it was just like. I just thought it was much more of a kiddie film before I sat down to watch it. Um, so that that's what definitely I love the most is just how how bold they were about 
being not afraid to be focusing for adults on an animated film. Yeah. Um, again, I do see it's like there's a lot of pretty colors and a lot of silly movements and whatever and him being funny. So it's like there there is definitely stuff where I can see a little kid sitting down and watching it. But you just my do- two daughters liked it. Yeah. But but again, they liked it. Because of, you know, the the same way that you could put a bunch of flashing Might have had something to do with the popcorn and Starburst I was giving him. <laughs> you're watching it, but... You're feeding him. You, you, you didn't have that... Here, um, you look bored. Here you that's go. right. You didn't have the sugar valve shut off huh, no, on this no, one. No, 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 no. We went straight from popcorn <laughs> yeah. uh, to Starburst, so... Um, but yeah, like I'm just saying, there, I can see why a kid would like this, mm. but it is definitely not for kids. And um, the... Uh, the, the, the villains, like I loved Ned Beatty. Yeah. I loved, I loved it when he, when that scene, when he's like burning uh, his face in the bar, oh. <laughs> just <laughs> keeps so, staring at him. Yeah. Doesn't move. When they're all hovering around him, when he's telling the story of the seven and he gets mm-hmm. to six and they're like, there's one more. <laughs> Died of a heart attack. <laughs> he didn't say heart attack. What, what did he it? say? Uh, he goes, uh, what did he say? It wasn't, uh, oh, he, he died of an infection. That's yeah. what it was. Um, but yeah, like just the way he's telling and like capture all of them and you know, he's, you know, full of it. Mm. Um, I, I, yeah, I just, I just really liked the, the, even though, you know, you knew it was coming and all this stuff, the way that they play, um, two of the biggest dangers in there, like the, the, um, the Hawk, mm-hmm. um, the way they played the Hawk, um, and, and, just this ominous thing and like the, when it chases him around town and stuff like that goes and he, the hawk is awesome no i was gonna the say rattlesnake that's what i was gonna say unbelievably the other one. cool dave yeah. yeah come on it's a good character i guess dude every uh. time it's little thing rattles you can hear the machine gun aspect of it click oh what is it? It's uh, so Blaine the Jake. Train and that snake could have been from the same series. His name's Jake, but what's his thing? He's what Jake? Like he's Rattlesnake Jake. Jake. Is it just Rattlesnake, Rattlesnake Jake? Yeah. That's what yeah. it is. Okay, yeah. So Rattlesnake Jake, uh, that was I love that song. Like and the idea of like that he is they were like the. I always talk about too. Um, one of the simplest things you can do, um, like they teach you, like if you learn anything about writing, is. Um, to um, uh, imply weight with very little effort of like uh, importance and something. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you want someone to understand how scary something is, have what you do, what you do is you have the previously scariest character, the Ned Beatty character, um, say when he when they want to call in Rattlesnake uh, Jake, and he gets scared and he says, "He's the Grim Reaper. He doesn't leave without taking a soul." And he's like, "He does not want this to happen." Mm. Up until that point, he is the, you know, the strongest, meanest, scariest, like, you know, I'm saying he is the, um, the most macho one up to that point. Right. So just by doing that, like you go, oh, okay, you already know it's a rattlesnake that's going to come in and these are all little creatures. So they're going to be afraid from just that. But I do love the idea of like how they put that weight of like, this guy does not mess around. Like he's going to kill something. Um, that's yeah. another thing too. I want to mention is like, this is a kid's movie where multiple people die. Yeah. Um, that does not, <laughs> usually it's, it's one character if something and it's a lesson that's being taught or whatever implied. Yeah. No, like this is just like plot needs to happen. Um, we're going to kill someone that was like, you know, like when they find the, 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 uh, banker like out in the, um, the desert and stuff. He, you know? he, uh, he was drowned in the desert. Yep. I love oh, it. I love it. Yeah. Also, uh, they, I, did they say what? Because I, I assumed it was going to come back, but that like basically the the scene when they're underneath the desert and it's they're they're hopping over, 
that giant eye where it's almost like it's the Lord of the Rings and mm-hmm. it's like uh, the Balrog. Yeah. Um, what what animal was that supposed to be? Because I that forgot about that part of the movie. Because that be animal doesn't you. come back, right? That's not any of the 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 you know no. things we see. Hmm. No, I, I think that's know. just just plucked in there. Yeah, I I like I I kept thinking about that because I'm like that one like when that giant eye like opens up, I was like, oh, this is so good, man. Um, but yeah, Again, it, another thing that feels like it's directly out of the Dark Tower, yeah, that kind of thing. I I just yeah, they they just made choices that I was not expecting when I sat down for the film because I thought I was sitting down for a traditional kids film with cool animation. Um, like I said, when when they started killing characters, and it, it's this thing of like, I never really thought he's just going to like pull the trigger on someone's head, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But there is this thing of like, when they're like, oh, Rango won't do it. And I'm like, I don't know, man. Like yeah. by the end of this movie, Rango may just shoot somebody. There's like, enough of uh, escalation of... Um Things matter in this movie. Yeah, there, there's the stakes keep raising. Yeah. Um, when he comes back, I I love that too because it's like there's the um you know the how awesome that scene is with the spirit of the west with uh, uh, Timothy Oliphant. Um, I love it. And like for you, you love it because I you know I, I saw that that was Timothy Oliphant. <laughs> so I was just like you know I was like Jared if Jared didn't love this enough already like you know the 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 spirit of the well, West is what it, Jared swoons over uh, uh, Mr. Oliphant constantly oh, well, on this uh, well, podcast. Yeah. But uh, for swoon, me, but... just as a fan of westerns and stuff, just the idea that it was supposed to be you know Clint Eastwood and yeah. the 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 the, the, the uh, Oscars and stuff that he has and. Um, like he's riding a golf cart. <laughs> like I just love like everything about the weirdness of it. I love his name too. It gives it a mythic, yeah, uh, feeling to it. I also, it's you know, I'd imagine too. It's just because you know they're you know they they. It's not like Clint Eastwood wasn't alive to do this role. Clint Eastwood didn't. Uh, I guess they could have gotten Clint Eastwood in, but he would have wanted to sing a song at the end. Yeah, is that it? Yep. Grand uh, <laughs> Reno. <laughs> Hey, his name is Rango. Yeah, yeah I mean, I would have listened to it, uh, but I'm just saying, like the director. So the, the world, <laughs> you know, possibility exists that you get Clint Eastwood. So I'm, I'm guessing the fact that they don't just say Clint Eastwood probably has something to do with the fact that he probably they probably approached him and he was probably like, nah, yeah. Um, I'm but, a serious director. You know, get like, out of here. Well, also, too. Where's my empty like, chair? That's you're right. talking about a guy, and that's cool. why... That's an obscure reference right there. <laughs> that's why they use him for this role, also, his his you know lightness. But a guy who has been... His whole career was defined by Westerns and being the ultimate uh, you know, cowboy and all this stuff in um, Gunslinger. And... You know, his his work since then has not really been that. So it's like it's a guy who it's like even if the market allowed for more Westerns to be made, I don't think I think Clint Eastwood is just like, just let me move on that kind of thing a little bit, you know. Yeah. So that's probably it, too, where it's just like, look, I'm sure he was flattered. And I, again, I don't know. I just not like I read anything on this. I would assume they approached him. So the fact that it's specifically called this generic thing, the spirit, spirit of the West, West is probably has something to do with I'm, that. I personally, but it makes I it better. better. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, I like right from the get go. So um, the I didn't know what to think when he was doing his little like monologues with the toys inside of the you know the, the car. <laughs> yeah, but I think then, that to me is to shatter your expectation of yeah. what this movie is supposed to be. So like right when there, I'm like watching. I'm like, okay, you know, I'm, I'm, I was I was okay with it. and I was digging it, but like when he gets knocked out and like crashes and slides on that glass with all the little shards going everywhere, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's so beautiful. And then the moment I knew, okay, 
this is going to get weird, is that armadillo. <laughs> yeah. That armadillo who is flat in the center. Yep. And this just keeps constantly talking about, uh, you got to get to the other side. And then like just talking about death the whole time. Like mm-hmm. th- it just put this weird vibe on it. And then also... Um, Fear and loathing in Las Vegas. I was going to say, before they leave the before they leave the highway, when he splats on the window of Ooh. Fear and loathing in Las Vegas. Another one. Like, I knew it. <laughs> Another one. <laughs> I was just like, this is going to be awesome. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I don't know. There's so much more I could say. Um, Wasn't, I'm not even a big fan of Fear and loathing in Las Vegas, but I love the reference in here. Yeah. Especially, you know, Johnny Depp and all that. It just, I, I'm just saying this was just a good surprise to me because, yes, you guys have uh, talked highly about this film but i just and you said it was more like i all those things hit your brain but you've got all those defensive walls up because you're so used to normal hollywood and it's just like i just it was nice but i'm saying it's just like i can't believe i waited this long to watch this movie so. yeah dave what do you um, like about this movie the biggest thing i said was the animation yeah um it was very good looking and also different from what i have seen uh one aspect in particular is like I remember just watching this movie and my mouth getting dry. Yeah. Just because it's like, oh, this whole movie is just in the desert. It is dusty. That scene where he's out in the sun and sheds its skin Uh, twice, twice, twice. and it just keeps on shrinking. I'm just like, oh, God. Yeah. Uh, I I mean, that's like literally right in the beginning, too. Right. This was actually the very first movie that Industrial Light and Magic. Okay. The very first animated movie they ever made. Really? Um, That's kind of surprising to me. Yeah, I, I thought that was an. They were just like, it's a special effects house, so why not? Right. So, so yeah. Not? So they, I can't take any points away from that. The animation yeah. is extraordinary. A- absolutely extraordinary. I mean, even this is this movie's from 2011. Uh, if they put this movie out today. I would oh, not yeah. think uh, that it looked like it was from before. Oh, no, it was like amazing. That. Like, yeah. the animation was literally amazing, too. Yeah. Anything um, else? I'm going to stick with that. Yeah, let's see. I know you have more. Real quick say. before you go, go on to yours, I, there was something, because the one I brought up, The Spirit of the West, I was going to make a point, and I, we got sidetracked on there. Um, so what I was going to say is, I love the entire way uh, up into the film when it's being silly and goofy. It's still very serious at times, but when Rango is still the goofy uh, guy. <laughs> When it switches to where he leaves town and the way that it happens where he just completely sheds any dignity uh, mm-hmm. on his way out. Yeah. Uh, when when it makes that tonal switch where he comes back and he is like basically Clint Eastwood. Yeah. It's it did this weird thing where I go this I was literally watching it and I go this should not work. This should not work where one the character goes from goofy scary cat all this funny weird um like like traditional like you can stretch me here and all this unrealistic animations Mm -hmm. and then it switches and it's like it's a real person walking back in and that person is angry and that person is gonna get like basically you know coming in to to be the hero and save everybody it was this weird tonal switch but yet it was so awesome i don't know how they did that i think this movie keeps playing around with myth uh, things are larger than life. Um, there's a things matter, meaning that there are there are um, things at stake. But also, the movie plays around with mythology so well that um, things can be larger than life. And I I often think that you're able to swing character arcs a little bit faster 
Yeah. When you're doing that. Um, well, the, the, I mean, the literally they quote unquote win, but the bad guy can still kill him. Like they're not saved. They do. They go through the scene of like shooting the snake up into the sky and all this stuff. But like, they're not saved because he lands and he can kill everybody. But he, in that moment, you're talking about myth. Like he respects Rango because he says the line of like, Hey, from one legend to another, mm-hmm. like that thing of like, yes, oh, I came here to line. kill you, yeah. but you are what you lived. Like the, 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 the thing that you were putting out there that was fake isn't fake. You are that guy. I respect it. And I'm going to leave like that, that was cool. Like yes. it should be like a weird, um, you know, deus ex machina for why they survive, but it's not, it doesn't come off that way. This movie does things that should not work in other films, and they do. That's what I'm saying. It's like there's tonal shifts. There's just weird. They get out of problems in weird ways. There's stuff that's completely abandoned and never mentioned again. Yeah. But yet it Maybe works. that's why it doesn't work for Dave. Yeah. That's kind of some of the point. I'll, give, I'll wait for that. So let me, let me ask this, though, before we get into full-on things that we don't like about the movie. Uh, I love the colorful cast of characters. Uh, to me, that's true. what makes it. Uh, even the most minor of townsfolk extra or whatever you want to call them have such personality first off through voice, but second off through amazing uh, character animation. Um, Just like little scenes when, when they, when they leave town and they're out in the desert sitting by the campfire talking, uh, there are too many characters there that I, I, they're paper thin. Yet that scene works really well besides, regardless of that fact, because they're all so well drawn and funny and the movie is just working on such a high level that, um, man, I just love all the colorful characters in here. Ned Beatty's character, the uh, even just take the little interactions that the female uh, main character has with that woman in the dress shop and all Mm -hmm. that, like. These characters feel a little bit more real than just you know, your cardboard cutout that you'd have in an animated film. Now, I kind of want to say the opposite of that. Um, Ned Beatty's character and the rattlesnake. Mm-hmm. That's honestly, I feel like oh, every other character is kind of, in I've been, my opinion, dull. I've been making a mistake, by the okay. way, too. I, I've been saying Ned Beatty. I know, I know who Ned Beatty is. If I Ray wanted Winston, to correct it, but I was like, I, well, I'm yeah, not going to know. I know, by I know it but up. like, I'm just tired. Uh, so the character I was mentioning before about how mean and everything was Ray Winstone. Uh, I didn't know who played the character. I, I, well, so. that guy immediately recognized his voice too. But yeah, uh, but yeah, as soon Would as I that, know that guy from somewhere. Yeah, I'll, I'll pull up a picture afterwards. You definitely do. He's a so, bad guy in a lot of. So stuff. let's let's be clear about what we're talking about. Uh, the guy that you were mistaken for Ned Beatty was is the, the mean uh, lizard that yes. is the main henchman that gets his face burned. Right. And stuff. That's and Ray Ned Winstone. Beatty plays the mayor or the whatever. Mayor, yes. Yeah, the turtle. Yeah, mayor yeah. guy. So still lots but, of yeah. hugging bear or whatever. <laughs> lots of. Yeah, I just realized I'm like, yeah, I went on a whole tirade and I was like saying the wrong guy. <laughs> I, I was pretty sure you're wrong, but I was like, I don't want to pull up IMDb to figure out if, if you were. Or not, yeah. So you're wrong. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, well, Dave, uh, you were going to say, let's officially go into things that we don't like. And then you were going to say, did, yeah, you, so did you have any? Because we didn't really officially say you. Did you have another separate positive you want to mention? No, I, I, every I agreed with everything you guys said. I my dark tower stuff, and also I love the characters. I got you. Yeah, the characters I I just don't really feel like I connect with any of them. I mean, I know it's an animated film, but I didn't 
care about any of their arcs. Really? I thought they Rango? were great for even Rango. I don't. I don't think they were great representations all the time of the animals they were playing. Now you, you bring up a good point. They, they might were great be, Western. They characters. might be great Western characters. And I'll be honest, westerns are one of the genres that I really don't connect with, which could be another reason that why be, yeah. I didn't connect with this movie. Because um, the things that I always in my five star movies I really am looking for is a great storyline and great characters and. In my opinion, I did not find that either of those in this movie. Hmm. Um, I found myself zoning out a lot and having to rewind and watch again. And I don't know. It just could not connect. You said that you this is the first time you'd ever finished it. So you already were not exactly a fan of this movie. Right. I, I've it. tried it. I think two other times where I started watching it and like just like this time, I'd get bored and be like, ah, I'm really not interested in this. And I'd turn it off. This pop time, on. I just didn't turn it off because I'm for the pod. But yeah, pop on something with tentacles and, you know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> maybe if they were all related, it might be OK. Oh, but. my goodness. <laughs> oh, gosh. You know. But no, it wasn't his style. Yeah. yeah. And this. Yeah. And that just must be it. This movie. Did not connect with me. And I love animated films. There, you know, there's you very few yeah. that I don't go back. I mean, even like ridiculous movies like Despicable Me, I think is great. Or I still yeah, like not Despicable seen Me. Yeah. 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 Uh, now, the se- stupid. Yeah, their sequels are. Uh, yeah. Ugh. But yeah, there's movies out there that are actually more focused for adults. And I love them. This one did not do it, though. Fair enough. Um... Eric, let's go to you first. Anything about the movie that you don't like? Uh, so I, I I hate to cheat and do this, but it's like I said, um, there are things in this film where if the movie wasn't so focused on this weird, shifty, dreamlike state out through a lot of the film, yes. um, I would hold against it. But the fact that it is this weird thing where I'm going, anything goes and... and I, I don't really punish it when, again, something like the there's that awesome scene... With the giant eye and everything, but then it, you know, there's no relevance later. Back. Well, there's relevance to the the scene in the sense of where they are, but not to the. There are things that happen that don't. They're I'm telling they you, man, they're in midworld. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, they're it, in midworld. So again, that would be a problem if it wasn't already this weird, ethereal kind of like experience uh, already. Um, I I just loved the whole vibe of it. I was having fun in each individual scene, even if the scenes were disjointed. They were all individually awesome. Um, so it's just like I never got bored uh, myself personally like while watching this. Um, now, in terms of negatives, though, they... I, I liked, like I said, I liked all the characters myself, but I didn't feel they were always um, great representations of each individual animal. And not that they need to be, but it just seemed to be a weird choice where like sometimes they would and sometimes they wouldn't. Um, like a lot of those characters in that uh, posse that they do. They kind of blended together. Yeah. I, and it was hard to tell sometimes, too, what animal they were trying to be with the way the fur was or the feathers was. Uh, were. Um, but it's like, I don't know. I, I still liked it. But one of my issues, It looked like mutations to me. Well, uh, it was what weird. What was Beans? Well, she was another lizard. Okay. Yeah. So that's why the two they were two lizards. I mean, they were different, you know, um, like species, yep. but they were they were you know same genus kind of thing. Um, but the uh, I don't know, like the the one that really kept sticking out to me because I was fine with whatever each one of them wants to be. They want to make spoons, whatever. Like uh, 
whatever each one of them were, I was fine with. It was when they would interact, when the animals interacted with other animals that were treated as animals. That's when it got weird to me. <laughs> so like when they would ride, because yeah. again, I'm like, they would ride a bird, but I'm like, yeah, that's a bird riding a bird, but one bird is dumb and can't talk. And one bird is a person like that can shoot and do all this other stuff. And then like the same thing with like the hawk. Now they did make the hawk seemingly, you know, the you can tell the hawk is not like, not like what they were riding, like, or the yes. pigs. Like it wasn't that, but even the hawk itself, it's just like, okay, you're so afraid of a hawk. And I realize this one's old, but you're talking to an owl. Like it's funny. An owl is this every stuff never occurred to me. I've seen this movie four or five times. Yeah. None of this stuff ever occurred to me. Like an owl is just as much a predator of, of small mm. creatures, but it is this thing of, and, and look, I'm not saying that if there's a small owl and a giant hawk, like, of course the hawk is going to be, you know, predatory towards the owl. But, but the thing is, like I said, I was, it's this weird distinction they make where they go, okay, we need this one to be a character. So this one is going to fully emote, be capable of human like things, like all this stuff. But then because we're mimicking a Western, we also need there to be actual animals and the animals will be stupid. <laughs> like it was just, I don't know. It just, it never really pulled me out, but I noticed it multiple times and it was weird every time. It actually made it's me funny. laugh a couple times. So I don't, it, you can maybe even construe it as a positive because yeah. it was so weird. I laughed like a couple times, but yeah, that I, I just don't know. Like it, it seemed like they really couldn't commit to one thing. They were, they just, they just sort of like, okay. Yes, it's animals, and we will play that gag at certain points about them them and their animal states, like him shedding his skin and all that. When it works for the, the bit, we'll do it. But yeah. otherwise, they might as well be humans. Um, so it's kind of weird. Uh, so the world of BoJack uh -huh. is a world of humans and animals that act as humans. Yeah. Right. But they still have chicken restaurants. Yeah. Okay. And they actually do explain in the show that like they just breed chickens to be dumb. <laughs> Wait, so that are there, they could cook them. Uh, yeah. Are there any chicken characters? Yes. Okay. Are they stupid? No. <laughs> okay. No. They're, in fact, there's ch smart chickens that work at the chicken restaurant <laughs> serving <laughs> the nice. dumb chickens. Okay. But yeah, you Bo never... That, so I can't believe that never occurred to you. No. Do you see it, though? Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. As soon as you started talking, I was like, yeah, <laughs> he's right. But no, I, I just accepted the reality that yeah. they presented to me without thinking much about the implications of it and stuff like that. Again, I still liked it, but it's just it was this weird thing of like, why why weren't you ever scared at any point of the old owl? I get he's old now, but it's like, wouldn't the owl have like been <laughs> snatching up like some of you at some point? And why can Timothy Oliphant talk to a lizard? Uh, because he's the spirit of the West. Oh, OK. Yeah. He's he's this ethereal thing. So he's a ghost. I use that word twice. I would think that he's more like God. Okay. Yeah. That's how I interpreted what the movie yeah, was. Yeah, here's saying. another negative. Why didn't their pet lizard falls out of the car? Why didn't they go back for him? Uh, I mean, I wouldn't go back for mine. So. Me neither. Heartless. It, you know what? I, Heartless. Uh, I, I didn't even think about this until up until right now. Have any of you ever owned lizards? Yeah. No. Yeah, I, I did when I was little. Yeah, I had a iguana. His name is Phil. Uh, what? I can't even think of what kind they were right now. They, I mean, they they weren't chameleons or anything like uh like he is. Yeah. But um, yeah, I had two little oh green anoles. That's what I had. Uh, I had two little green anoles uh, when I was younger. So it's like the 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 scene of them uh, of him like in his little cage like pretending and stuff like I don't know. It was like interesting to me like uh, back in in my Talking youth about character motivations and stuff like yeah, that inside I, his cage. 
of just again how lonely he is and stuff mm-hmm. we had to be so that the other one wouldn't get lonely and by the way not to you know it's not like i, I mean i'm not going to shed a tear about it but um when one passed away the other one immediately passed away from sadness uh yeah mm-hmm. i guess i don't know maybe lizards are just uh they're just like us dave do you know a rat won't get addicted to ca- uh, cocaine if it's with other rats? But if you give a rat, an isolated rat cocaine, it'll literally kill itself with cocaine. It'll but keep taking cocaine social, so often. There are social pressures within the rat world that cause it to... No, it's just happy. Oh, wait. I see what you're saying. I thought you were saying it's like, oh, I don't want to let down my... My mouse friends. No. My boys. <laughs> yeah. They'll be I upset just, at me. I find a metaphor that I think some of, some people in our society should take a look at there, um, mm. be it for what it is. And then the rat struggled so hard, he turned the cream into butter. Yeah. Uh, and Christopher Walken's voice. Yeah. yeah. Which I can do and I will not right now on the podcast. <laughs> me neither. <laughs> I cannot do impersonations. I can do a pretty good I, Carl from Sling Blade. I can only do a couple. Walken is one of them that I was very good at for a long mm, time. Can't do it. Um, I personally don't really have anything to say that I dislike about this film. I, I'm I'm stupidly in love with this movie. Uh, I, I'm fascinated by it. I, I'm entertained by it. I think about this movie a little bit more often than probably your average human being does. Um, it's one of the very first movies I bought digitally as soon as I was able to. Uh, I just, man, I love Rango. Uh, movie world's a better place with that movie is what I say. All right, boys, are we ready to close the book on Rango? Anything else left to say? Sure, why not? All right. Now, then, if that's us passing out of Midworld, then uh, I thank you, Cy, and, uh, you know, let's move on. Eric, it is your pick for next week. What is our movie? I don't know. I think... I don't know about Dave, but I feel like you told me you haven't seen this movie before, so this should be interesting. Uh, But I will be picking Platoon. Platoon. Yes. Mm -hmm. I I don't know if I've... It's one of those movies I know a lot about what happens in Platoon, but no, I I think that's one of those rare movies where I have never actually sat down and watched the whole thing from beginning to end, so that'll be interesting to see. This has been a back burner pick for me for quite a long time that kept getting pushed out by other things that I wanted to pick at the time, but... Yeah, I mean, why not? Let's just. Uh, I wasn't a huge fan of Apocalypse Now, so I'm hoping I'm not gonna get a movie. There will like be that. parts you aren't gonna like either. Look, I, look, I'm not saying this is my favorite movie when I pick this film. Uh, I don't know that I'm gonna come out of this and say five star. There are definitely people that would call this a five star film, and I, I'm not save it. We'll get there. Save it for next yeah. week. I'm just saying, yeah, it, I I'm picking this knowing that it's very possible you guys may not like this. Uh, film. I, I, just I, so you know, I have not seen this okay. movie. I don't believe we've ever done an Oliver Stone film. If there is one that we've done, I cannot think of it. I do not think we've ever done an Oliver Stone film. Uh, I can't say that I've ever watched an Oliver Stone movie. Natural Born Killers? Nope. Really? Never I've seen that? Never seen Man, it. I love that movie. All right. Uh, so we'll we'll talk more about Oliver Stone and uh, Platoon next week. Uh, if you did like this podcast and you want to do us a solid, please go to your podcatcher of choice. Uh, give us whatever a uh, nice review means on that one. Uh, we would greatly appreciate it. You can also reach out to us at cueituppod at gmail.com. Uh, uh, Eric always puts the exact spelling in the podcast description, so we thank him for that. Uh, you can reach out to us anytime. Let us know what you think, or if you got any suggestions, we'd be uh, happy to hear from you. Uh, with that in mind, the movie for next week is going to be Platoon. Until then, cue it up. Mm-hmm.